0: The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the Star Quest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com/give. The Secrets of Stargate episode 76. Channel West Jackson has
1: identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection.
2: All we got to do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed, you say that a lot.
1: I know that this could be dangerous, but this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home It's about getting us to love going.
0: Hello and welcome to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies and series, including SG-1 Atlantis Universe and more. I'm Father Corey Stika. With me today are Lisa Jones and Victor Lambs. Howdy, Lisa.
1: Hey, Father Corey.
0: And howdy, Victor. How do you do, Father Corey? Before we begin, I'd like to invite you to join our Discord server. We're having a lot of fun, and you you can join in in our discussions of all our shows, not just the secrets of Stargate. Get your invite at sqpn.com slash Discord. All are invited. If you're enjoying listening to The Secrets of Stargate, you might enjoy even more being able to watch us make fools of ourselves and see our smiling faces. (laughs) We're now posting The Secrets of Stargate in video on YouTube. Check us out at at youtube.com slash starquestmedia. Also, you can go to sqpn.com slash merch to get your t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and much more. Today, we are discussing Tangent, the 12th episode from the fourth season of SG1. Jack and Tilk have been tasked to demonstrate the flight and combat capacities of the prototype X-31 Interceptor fighter, a death glider modified by the Air Force for combat against the Gwa'uld. The test, however, goes astray when a recall device installed by Apophis activates, taking control of the craft and setting course for his home planet hundreds of years away. An attempt to use guided missiles engines to slingshot around Jupiter fails, leaving Tilk and Jack stranded with limited life support. Fortunately. Jacob Carter slash Selmac is on a mission with the Tok'ra within a one-day hyperspace travel of earth. Sam and Daniel are able to convince him to come to the rescue of Tilk and Jack. Despite a brief encounter in the bad part of town, Jacob and company are able to re- arrive at the X-301 with a few moments to spare and beam Jack and Tilk aboard after the eva- they evacuate the craft. So Lisa, what do you think of this one?
1: I, I like this one. I uh, think they took what a very familiar plot, mm-hmm. uh you know, reminiscent of Apollo Thirteen the movie, and uh just really made it fun and made it Stargate. lots mm-hmm. of great lines, little uh fun tangents like having Jacob Carter be the one to to rescue and break down in the bad part of town and um <laughs> you know they just they just made it it's their own, even though they were um emulating we'll say a couple of other or at least Apollo and, and things like that. And lots, lots of other fun references, as I'm sure y'all will point out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I I agree. It's, it's, this is a, it's kind of a fun, it's a simple episode. I mean, this really is, although, you know, and and of course you'll talk about it shows earth trying to advance their technologies as best they can, you know, the things that they've captured, but it's, it's a kind of just a fun, simple episode. Um, Yeah. And and Jacob yelling at salmon (laughs) when they show up. What do you think Victor? Why is this the best written episode of the series?
2: Yeah, it's one of the best written episodes of the series. The, the writer on this, um Michael Cassett, I believe uh is how it's pronounced, sci-fi writer, uh you know, books, articles, did a did a few shows as well, but it is taking your basic disaster movie plot, you know, it could be Apollo 13, it could be airplane for that matter. And the writing is just really, really sharp. I don't know how much of the military jargon is actual, uh, you know, authentic. Um, But the story beats are are really nice as well, too. You know, you you set up, you have the proud moment with the the glider. You know, the visiting general is there and then things go wrong. Um, You know, Jack and Teal try to fix it on their own. You have the whole, you know, time lag effect with the communications, which sets up a really nice thing where they timestamp um, a lot of their dialogue. So, you know, oh, OK, mm-hmm. it's been, you know, two hours since the accident. OK, now it's been 10 hours since the accident. They have 12 hours, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I like that aspect of it, too. It, it makes it, you know, very clear to follow what's what's going on. Um, and then in the end, the entire team has has something to do. You know, none of mm-hmm. the SG one members mm-hmm. are sidelined. Um and even Anise, who we don't see in this episode is actually helpful for once. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where when she sort um, of yeah yeah <laughs> off screen she she gives them all the information they they need. I mean you're like oh she's talking about Jacob it's like okay and uh, that is just hilarious where they show up and to this planet where where they're going to meet this Toker operative who might have a ship that can reach them in time and it's you know this huge you know one of the landed motherships mm-hmm. there's this huge mining mining operation. Daniel and Sam are there, and it's like, okay, we might have to go into that mine. And just as they say that, they're beamed up aboard Jacob's yeah. ship, and he's like, "I saw you guys come through the Stargate. I was cloaked. I was going to blow them up. I can't do that now." And it was, yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of really good, a lot of really good story beats in this. Um, mm-hmm. The dialogue is is very is very sharp. I don't know how much of that was in the original script. Um, from what I've read, a lot of it uh, was, but of course, then Peter DeLuise, um picked it up and uh, you know gave it probably more of that unique stargate flavor.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, of yeah. course, Peter Deluxe doesn't have any kind of writing credits or anything like that, so it's it's this probably is mostly the story, but you know, dire- directors do so much to impact a a show. Um what I want to start out with is uh you mentioned the the general, the visiting general, the yeah. three-star with mm-hmm. absolutely no sense of humor whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, he was unimpressed with yeah jack o'neill just he unimpressed. Jilt, Though, <laughs> and yeah. he's one of those he's one of those actors that you've seen everywhere oh, yeah. stephen williams now i what i recognized him immediately from was blues brothers he was one of the the, the ohio state troopers that was yeah. chasing after them with uh with john candy i'm gonna so, catch them if it's the last thing last i thing <laughs> do
2: yep <laughs> That's
0: him.
1: Yeah. For me, it was X You said you
0: you saw <laughs> it from Supernatural.
2: Supernatural. Yeah, he plays Bobby's friend uh, and, uh, and fellow monster hunter Rufus, and they have some some pretty funny episodes together. Nice. So it was. It's
0: kind of fun to see him because he is he is a good actor. He really is kind of a fun. But he's yeah. he's not one of those actors that usually gets a you know a major part. It's usually kind of a secondary character or a guest character type of thing. But does a great job with it. So he was he was kind of fun to see.
1: I liked watching mm-hmm. him play off of Teal'c. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of like rolls, like, well, he wouldn't roll his eyes, but, you know, giving O'Neal that look and then being like, okay, we speak the same language. We can talk. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's kind of like, uh, you know, let's light this candle. Or is the general expecting
2: us to light candles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they did the spies like us thing again, where they're yes. all standing around. They did, you know, major yeah, yeah. general, colonel, general, yes. doctor general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: There were so many of those little yeah. moments that are taken from other shows that I just loved.
0: Yeah, they they, they obviously had a lot of fun with, with that, with that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but of course, you know, they, they get it in and Tilk showing off where he's blasting him with, you know, with the, the, pro, the jet wash from the, from the x one and, you know, showing what kind of goodies it can do. And, mm-hmm. and general's like, okay, I just need to see what it it's slow. So yeah. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, I have but no, to was- say that moment of tilt Teal- coming out of the ship, the three hundred one, and walking towards them, holding his helmet. <laughs> yeah, and you can see it over his shoulder. I mean, it's a very Top Gun kind of shot. You know, first yeah. off, yeah. just
2: the right stuff walking. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's I right was thinking. Like, yeah. it's from like yeah. the right stuff, like Chuck
0: Yeager walking from the his prototype yeah. ship.
1: But it was a beautiful shot. I yeah. mean, I'm sure it was. You probably know, Victor. Was it painted or? I mean. I'm assuming the I, X301 wasn't actually sitting there, so
2: yeah, it was composited. Yeah, but but very nicely done. And yeah. a lot of the, you know, granted they're stuck in the cockpit for most of this episode, mm-hmm. but it's still like the space scenes. You don't get the feeling that it's just like a suspended, you know, cockpit with a you know piece of curtain with holes cut in it. Mm-hmm. They do some some nice things with the lighting and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: Yeah. Exactly. The stars actually look like they're they're stars. So they they probably were you know some. Fairly simple CGI, but still, you know, it was something pretty, pretty easily done for, for their budget. You know, there's yeah. uh, probably the most, most expensive shot was when the, uh, uh, when Jacob shows up, Jacob and Sam and, uh, Daniel show up in the, in the, in the shuttle
2: craft and they're docked next to him, parked next yeah. to him. That's probably oh, right. the most expensive yeah. shot they had of the yeah. whole show. There was some very good compositing of that where we can see through the cockpit, you know, and mm-hmm. Dilk and, and Jack are there. And we see through the, the cockpit of the X 301 into the cargo, the the Gould cargo ship. And, and that was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The cockpit yeah. I, of that.
1: I love that they took, like you said, it was such a, kind of, they could have gone really simple with it, but they took the time yeah. to make it very engaging to look at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, they did, did a very good job with this. This episode, again, like I said, it was a fairly simple episode. It really wasn't the most complex episode, but they, they did a good job with a lot of small details, you know, making the X-301 look good, you know, mm-hmm. look like it clearly was a death glider, but it also has kind of recognizable, you know, U.S. military look to it with the the, the tails on it and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: And the cockpit. And- mm-hmm. which, which makes when we see the X-302, which is the all earth built, we've mm-hmm. learned our lesson. We're not, you know. <laughs> smashing (laughs) death gliders together and as i say putting a air force sticker on it as jacob says when when he's chewing out sam and daniel um you know when we do see the x302 it looks a lot more like you know like a fighter plane slash spacecraft rather than a death glider slash fighter plane so it is nice how they have that uh, progression of technology and by the way they did literally put a USAF sticker
0: on it there's one shot where it's underneath and you can see USAF <laughs> on the bottom of the wing yeah so they literally did just put a USAF sticker on it <laughs> perfect yeah
1: of course I've got to jump in that I loved um Daniel and Sam's reaction when he says that you can't just do that and they're like um isn't that what the Gould and the Toker have been doing for yeah I don't know forever?
0: yeah but we've been doing it for decades longer than you so <laughs> <right>. you know <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's the that. only thing it's like not that we didn't do it it's we've been doing it longer, so we yeah. know so what we're doing. hundreds
2: <laughs> of years longer yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or century, yeah yeah
0: centuries not decades yeah
2: I mean, yeah it,
1: it, yeah
0: you know, of course they're they're doing just the simple oh, we just gotta show off what this thing can do, and they've got the you know the i i am kind of press you know talk about like the military technology you know the 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 aim one twenty a is a surface-to-air missile that the military still uses to this day, the AIM-120, and I I think they're up to the D now, or getting ready to come out with the 120D as I was looking online. That is the surface-to-air, or uh, air-to-air missile, excuse me, air-to-air missile that they use on, you know, the modern jets, the the F-22s, the F-35s,
2: and so on, so. Minus the Naquita warheads, hopefully, that they were planning on using. Hopefully. (laughs) And, And
0: shield Generator shield modulator or whatever they said it was that would get him through the shields or,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We we don't see Apophis in this episode, but we hear his voice as you yeah. know he activates the you know the 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 trader you know recall feature in the in the car <laughs>
1: trader recall device.
2: <laughs> Just kind of like a repo, you know, like they have these <laughs> things now where if, if if they want to repo your car, they can, yep. you know, either automatically disable it or find you and stuff. So it's kind of like that, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh Jack. You know, has, delivers a long tirade about just what he thinks of Apophis. You know, goes <laughs> slimy <Slightly off>. snakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes off for quite a bit, and then what's hilarious is that when they are playing back the message because it's time delayed, you know, so they they yep. will replay the messages in in Stargate Command. They're static just as he talks about. He goes <laughs> right. on his big tirade. He's like, all thanks to that <sighs> Apophis. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: Well, and they did—they did get Peter Williams to do the voice of Apophis yes. mm-hmm. for the recording. It wasn't like they, you know, had someone mimic him. They—they they got him to at least do the recording. So yeah. that, that's always—that's always a good touch when they do that. Yeah. You know,
1: I actually really thought that was a creative plot device for this one. You know, you know, it's—it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like you said, kind of a standard plot thing to get them stuck in the ship. How do we get them home? We've got to rescue them. Yep. But the way they got them in it and then have the the uh, Apophis voice and the recording mm-hmm. and I just I thought that was really quite clever and well, it it added a little extra cuz we haven't seen Apophis in a while so No,
0: nope. he's still out there.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Just a little reminder ghouls are
1: still around <laughs> even yeah. though we don't see them.
0: <laughs> well, well and then they had a lot of fun with the time delay, you know, cuz yeah. it was like 3 minutes at the first, you know, when it first started. And, you know, there is like you know, they they said, you know, they sent down to Earth, here's what's going on. We've got this this uh uh, recall device that's sending us back to Apophis's planet, and and then they're responding back. Okay, we're trying to figure out what to do, and then Jack is like, "Well, why don't we disable it?" And immediately, like as soon as he says that, it comes yeah. over. Oh, and if you're thinking about disabling it, it probably has a
2: failsafe that'll <laughs> blow you up if you try.
1: Yeah, Carter <laughs> says, "Don't do it."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what I really think about that too is it does kind of increase the isolation, mm-hmm. you know. They can't rely Mm -hmm. on, on, you know, the SGC immediately for help. And, you know, and then they have a difficulty later on where they have to actually limit the use of the radio. And in fact, all the Mm -hmm. systems. And so they can only turn the radio on for a few minutes every hour. And, um, you know, Mm -hmm. at one point Jack is, you know, oxygen deprived, is trying to sleep, has a horrible headache, you know, and uh, major Davis says, Oh, you know, back in SGC tells general Hammond, Oh, it's time to check in with, with Jack, you know, um, and mm-hmm. General Hammond's like, "Well, do, do we have any new news to tell them?" And he's like, "No." And then General Hammond's just like, "Just let him sleep." You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, practically hopeless at this point just yeah. Let him don't bother him if there's no new information to share. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: If you think about how the team was divided this time, you've got the two men of action, the two, mm-hmm. you know, warriors, you know, who are stuck who can't do anything. They're just yeah, sitting and they're trapped and and you how that affects them, you know, psychologically and how together. And um, yep. I think Tilk handles it a lot better than Jack does.
0: <laughs> well, well, yeah. Tilk puts himself out in Kelmore <laughs>
1: yeah. and Jack's yeah. in there going,
2: I don't have anybody to talk to <laughs> like, now. And I like yeah. to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a really nice. <laughs> I don't even have to, the radio. Yeah. You know? yeah. Tilk's like, yeah. don't talk
1: to me. I'm, I'm done.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's like, who am I going to talk to? But well, we get. Th- it's a really funny bit. like when they first uh, are getting launched out into space and uh, Jack goes, oh, teal, look on our six. Is that what I think it is? And it's like, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you think it is the earth, then yes. It's like,
0: it's <laughs> Why is it getting
2: smaller. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's not getting smaller. It's it's size remains size. constant.
2: Size remains constant. Yeah. And so <laughs> just as they're like, you know, blasting out of. A... Yeah. And uh, I don't think he ever gets to see the Oort belt because that's where they're. Where they're headed to in a few mm-hmm. months, and um, yep, he's always wanted to see it. But nope, he hasn't got there yet. Mm-hmm. He said, "Not this way. Maybe
0: he does. Maybe he does one time when they're uh, he's on one of the like the Prometheus or something like that. You know, or the Oort Cloud, not the Oort Belt, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Oort Cloud. Yeah, we got maybe a really They, nice they purposely ju- dropped out of hyperspace, to let him see it, them, yeah. and then took off <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> get a picture. <laughs> we, we did get a nice Jupiter.
2: Yeah, yep. yeah, that was really nicely done.
1: That was that was very pretty. Yeah." I did like the uh, Wizard of Oz reference.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When uh, <laughs> the Great Very Wonderful Oz, yeah, as Daniel's <laughs> doing his Han Oz. Solo, <laughs> yeah. trying to bluff his way past the you know because um, they're pushing the engine, they're pushing the engines on this uh, cargo vessel to get back to the solar system, our solar system in in time, and you mm-hmm. know it's it's basically shaking itself apart. They have to stop to oh. reset the engines. Um, Daniel has to bluff his way past. One or two mother motherships. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it seems to be going okay, but then it doesn't seem to be going yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Like Daniel's like, who, or excuse me, Jacob's like, who did you say you were? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the great and powerful Oz. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Well, then after after Daniel says that, you know, Sam's back trying to get the engine started. Jacob turns around and goes, Sam.
1: Did you you notice what Daniel's doing? And he's like, put his hand on it. and He's saying stuff. He takes his hand off and it translates, you know, it says it for him. And he's got this like smirk, like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I like this.
0: (laughs) It makes me sound like a gold. This is cool. We can have fun with this.
1: That was good. That was fun.
0: Well, I, I like the line too. Or where, where as they're coming, or as they're they're trying to figure out what are they how they're going to get them out of the, mm-hmm. the X real one. Daniel talks. Him, they're hoping you could just beam them out. And jake immediately replies, <laughs> "What? Who, who? Who? You think I'm Scotty?
2: Yeah." yeah. <laughs> but we do learn a little bit more about the ring transporters. I think up until this point, we've only seen them activated. You know, between a ship you know, transporter room and then mm-hmm. a transporter pad where the rings come out and then the rings go up. But this is, I think the first time we've seen that a ship, you know, whether if it's within a few meters can actually just send the rings down and grab somebody.
0: Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think so, there's this episode later where that's used to cast a bad guy out and the rings are
2: shot down underneath the ship as it's flying yeah. and they blow away. Wee. <laughs> yep. Oh <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The rings blow. yeah. I can't remember what episode that is, but yeah, that's a uh, definitely a, uh, memorable visual there
1: yeah
2: uh,
0: yeah it's no it's 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 you know kind of funny it's like okay so jacob was getting ready to blow up the half the planet or whatever it's like well why didn't he hit the button as he's flying off the planet anyways
1: mm-hmm. I had the oh by the way thought. i was here
0: boom
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. we gotta
1: leave anyway
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe he wasn't in the right position or hadn't set the charge yet or something and had to be cloaked to do it, but I do like how he's like you're you're ruining my my op here, and they're like you know well Jax and are in trouble. He's like okay, let's go, yeah, like, no hesitation. That was nice. Yeah, it was very nice,
1: especially he's like since this would be so... a good reason.
2: They're in trouble. Yeah. That's a good reason,
1: <laughs> especially since after that he's so he's become full on Tokra. I mean, he was always kind of arrogant before, but he's mm-hmm. completely. You are very young. You know that whole. Uh, he's oh, channeling yeah. the Knox for a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like. You shouldn't be just experimenting and you know jamming, you know, like you said, put the air force stickers on the the the, yeah. the jets. Like, yeah, well, you guys kind of did that before yeah. us, so
1: I felt like I, I felt like Sam was gonna look at him and be like, "Dude, I am not ten years old. Quit giving me a lecture." <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> this is a very good Jacob episode, though. He gets to be a little snarky, like when he's he's saying that he's like pushing the engines to one hundred and thirty-two percent or whatever, and Daniel goes. Well, is that wise? he yeah. Goes no. <laughs> <laughs> Won't it cause
1: problems?
0: Yeah. Or is, is it a yeah. problem now? No, but it will yeah. be a problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, and they did have a Star Wars reference. Yep. To tell them to punch it.
2: Oh yeah. Channeling
1: yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was nice. So we got a Star Trek. We got Star Wars. We got Wizard of Oz. Okay. yeah
2: star trek star wars wizard of oz we have uh yeah uh, of course Apollo 13 yep mm-hmm. you know. i'm gonna say airplane was a major influence on the the comedy mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but we do get like i just like how they have the the comedy and the humor in here and then they have mm-hmm. like the serious moments like mm-hmm. you know when it appears that you know just before tilt turns himself off he's like you know there there's no hope of rescue he says you know if we are to die we die well and jack mm-hmm. goes uh we we could do better yeah. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> yeah
0: well i like i like that where you know jack get, finally gets woken up by um getting by the the ship being bumped by mm-hmm. by jacob and then he's trying to get tilk's attention tilk tilk and he takes a pen and throws <laughs> it at him that was yeah.
1: nice. Of course, i like when he wakes up and he's like carter and yeah. then you see yeah, he's her like waving she's yeah. like yeah. hi <laughs>
0: He's looking out the wrong window. He can't see him. Yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> Epoxia, Jack. Yeah, because he's so oxygen deprived at that point. He's which is it's it's funny, but then it's also like, oh no, you know, like yeah. is he is he okay type type thing too.
1: You know, Carter's over there going, Can you just wake up Teal? Like, can I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: can I talk to the guy up front who's probably got a better chance of knowing what's going on? Teal, Sam's here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> he's like, Jacob, is that you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: that,
0: was, that was good. But, you know, of course, that shows the, you know, it was the last second type of thing. You know, they had just, you know, minutes left before mm-hmm. they would run out. You know, there wouldn't have been enough oxygen and he would have just completely been out of it. And that would have been it.
1: Right. And I yeah, feel like so. that was the the slingshot, the miss slingshot and all that. I mean, you knew, you knew that wasn't going to work. I mean, because it mm-hmm. was too early in the episode. and um, But then when the rocket came back and hit them, Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole purpose was to de- deplete their life support. And so, because yeah. you're thinking when they got, when it first happened, he said, oh, we have like, what was it? Like three or four days mm-hmm. worth yep. of was oxygen like life hours. support. So then, yeah. you know, that diminished it and it gave us the ticking time bomb or whatever you call it, you know, mm-hmm. type of uh plot device.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Ticking clock. Yeah. Ticking clock. Yeah. So it's. But yeah, it's, it's I like that idea though. Hey, let's use this, these rockets, mm-hmm. you know these these missiles that are designed to go in, you know straight and go boom. Let's just make sure they don't go boom at the end of their launch.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> or don't blow up Jupiter.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'd hope that they were just dummy rockets at that point. You know that they weren't. Oh no, they were supposed oh, to be live are. rockets because they were going to do a lot. Li- it was a live fire exercise. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. Against yeah. the drones. That's right. Yee. Yeah. Well,
1: where'd they end up?
2: I'm sure they're fine. Where'd the 301 find? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no,
2: the, the rocket. rockets. They're just... No, I mean, the they, they didn't. They probably disarmed the warheads and stuff, so they're Okay, they're sure. good. Yeah. 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 And I no, don't know were, that it was an aqua warheads. It could have just been... It could have been just standard warheads, yeah. I would assume, at that point. But yeah,
0: it's... <laughs> well, they, they, they weren't supposed to come off of the rails. They were supposed to hang onto the, the jet the whole time. And be timed so that it turns it just a little bit, but it just,
2: but then the one broke loose and that's what caused the oops. And we get the memorable line, uh, no joy on the burn. Oh yes. Which (laughs) reading online, uh, Joseph Malazzi liked that line so much. He he used it in his everyday life for like months after this episode and anytime something (laughs) disappointed him. He would just say, no joy on the burn. So so his wife
0: says, do you up the trash? No
2: joy on the burn. You have we, no joy on the burn.
1: We actually use that. Oh, no. <laughs> we use it. For the, this is embarrassing. We use it when we take the dog out to the bathroom. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. And if he doesn't go, that's what we say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, th- I thought it would give me like a fire, you know, I like, couldn't get the yeah. fire pit started, no joy on the burn, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. no.
1: <laughs> when the dog doesn't, yeah, <laughs> do his business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my husband was watching this with me. He goes, oh, there it is. There it <laughs> is. That's where that, well, that That's all right." I've already, I already yeah.
0: decided, uh, of course, uh, this we're recording this the same week that uh, the DS9 episode of Lord Dex came out. And oh, I've already man. decided just keep circling is... Uh, is my, give me plot line or my code for the, we screwed up in the, the podcast and we're delaying just keep <laughs> circling. <Yeah. laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> oh, we got to see Major Davis. Yes. He, be super smart.
2: Yes. He's super yeah. smart.
1: Yeah.
0: Important, important, actual important part of the, but why was it him and not Walter?
2: It should have been Walter. Walter's, was in Walter's Walter um, Davis.
1: <laughs> he's,
2: Walter isn't Major Davis smart, but he is a, he is a good guy yeah yeah no it's yeah it is it, you know, it almost kind of feels like well, we had to get him in here
0: somewhere, you know he is the 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 Pentagon liaison, and of course he had the general from the Pentagon there, so True. we had to get him in there somewhere,
2: and I got the impression too that it was kind of like the x ray one was kind of his project in some way Could be mm. yeah, I just got the I think there was a line in there that that hinted at that,
1: and but, were we all really disappointed that Anise phoned in her uh appearance?
2: I no. <laughs> no, I think it worked. It worked better that way. And yeah. like I said, like it, they were able to put some nuance into it that way too. It's like, oh, you know, someone we we care about,
1: hmm, right. you know,
2: doing something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and well, like, Martov
1: is dead. So yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And again, the again, the Tolans are are not helpful at all. No. <laughs> I think it's just the second time where they had a like, oh, we have a ship, but it'll take a year to get there. Didn't that come? I up, think like, that possible?
1: was a hundred days, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it'll take us a year to get there with our ship.
1: Where yeah. are the Asgard?
2: Yeah, they're they have- too busy fighting the replicators. Yeah. Oh, okay. In a different galaxy. Because they
1: it. could have yeah. beamed them up, I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, eventually the Earthlings will too, just not right now.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a reference, Jack referenced, not wanting to freeze to death again. Mm-hmm. Going yep. back yep. to solitudes.
2: Solid dudes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm surprised, I forgot who you said the writer was of this episode, but it was his only
2: yeah.
1: SG-1 episode, and I, I'm really mm. surprised by that, because I felt like this was such a successfully written episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wrote for, like, Erie, was it Erie, Indiana, I think, was like a the, like a kid's supernatural show, um, kind of like Goosebumps. He wrote for that show about, uh, that, that I watched a couple episodes of, like the what was it the the Odyssey Five or something about like these five space shuttle astronauts who like go up the Earth blows up, but then they go back two years before the catastrophe and stuff to try and stop it? So he wrote for mm-hmm. for other shows, but yeah, I don't know what happened uh with Stargate specifically, but it was a good script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also. I'm kind of looking through his IMDb
0: right now, and, and um, yeah, this is the only only Stargate episode he wrote. Yeah. we also only did one for Andromeda and Farscape, so. That's kind of maybe kind of his routine. But, yeah. I'll have to yeah, look up which was, Andromeda episode he did.
1: Well-timed well, he, he's well timed and producers well of
0: a lot of a lot of things. There's a lot of kind of the... Yeah, Erie, Indiana is one of them that he was a producer for and things like that. So
1: He was a consultant on 90210. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to type my sorority meetings around that show.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Not one of the better Andromeda episodes that he did. I I, I had to I had
0: to miss that one. Oh I, oh, I missed all of 9020, sorry.
1: <laughs> That's okay. It doesn't hold up well. Don't go back and watch it.
0: It didn't hold up well and oh I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is there anything else you wanna mention there, Lisa, or did we get it all covered?
1: Uh I have the translations.
2: Oh yes. Oh excellent. Yes.
1: Okay. French and the Italians tied here. Theirs was lost in space. Mm. There you mm. go. Spanish was Tangents. Creative. Uh the Czechs were the experimental flight. Hmm. Oh, Hungarians trajectory. Oh, cool. And I the, like that one. The Germans. Of course. Rescue in space. <laughs> kind of give away of course, the ending yeah.
0: there. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 what's the story about? We're rescuing someone in space. There's the title.
1: Wait, I thought this was an earthbound flight. What?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that though. I like that everyone takes a different spin on it.
2: Yep. that what you get anything? No, I mean I like this episode. Um lots of really good dialogue. Uh Um, it's a good kind of side story, which, you know, you, you, kind of, you know, a tangent to the main story, but also, you know, given that they, you know, are going off on a certain trajectory, I think that might be part of the title as well. Um, (laughs) so yeah, no, I, I like it. Some really, really good moments between, I think this is one of Jack's stronger episodes because it gets to be funny. He gets to be, you know, serious. Um, it's definitely like I said, everybody in the cast has has something to do that plays to their strengths. Um, and uh, at the end, I mean, when when they're rescued, General Hammond like looks genuinely happy for like one of the few mm-hmm. times in the entire mm-hmm. series. So <laughs>
1: he gets to <the> smile. <laughs>
2: yeah, he gets to smile, and uh, yeah, and so it has a happy ending. And um, yeah, no, I, I I like this episode. I didn't remember liking it as much as as I as I did, but mm-hmm. watching it again after watching, mm-hmm. you know, how many other. Dozens of episodes up to this point. I, I really liked mm-hmm.
1: it. And I'd forgotten so many little plot points yeah, mm-hmm. in it. So it was nice kind of a uh, surprise to watch again.
0: Yes, this, it this was. Well, very good. Well, with that, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who made it, make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Albin, Tommy L, Daryl S, Suzanne S, and Dennis S. Kind of a pattern there in the names, a bunch of S's. Uh their generous donations at SQPN.com slash give make it possible for us to continue The Secrets of Stargate and all the shows at starquest You can join them by visiting SQPN.com slash give. Be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the other great podcast apps. Not the shady ones, but the good ones. The great ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're again, reminder, we're on YouTube and we are recording this, uh, this video so you can see our, our smiling faces as we're waving at you, uh, <laughs> at youtube.com slash where we are now sharing the videos from our recordings to find previous ep- episodes of secrets of Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Stargate or visit our discord at sqpn.com slash discord. Our email address is stargate at sqpn.com or you can follow us on social media at facebook.com slash media or on Twitter at sqpn. We'll be back next time when we'll be discussing The Curse, the next episode of SG-1. Until then, Lisa Jones, thank you for joining me in sharing the secrets of Stargate.
1: Thanks, Father Corey.
0: And Victor Lambs, thank you as well. Thanks, Father Corey. Now, let me do the math. <laughs> And once again, I'm Father Corey Stika. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think?